Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. The people were filled with expectation and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, and I am not worthy to loosen the tongues of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all the people had been baptized, and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Past Sunday, the Epiphany of the Lord was celebrated, and Father Jesse explained it to us as well. Well, today we celebrate the baptism of Jesus. Both celebrations have a similar meaning, but what does Epiphany mean? It means appearance. It means manifestation. It is a transcendental phenomenon. And today, as we celebrate the baptism of Jesus, there is also a great manifestation. See if it will be something that great that it is the only time in the Bible where the Trinity is heard and seen. First, John presents Jesus as the anointed one and recognizes him as the true Messiah, the one to come, just as the prophet Isaiah announced him in the Old Testament. Then Lucas narrates that, from heaven the voice of the Father is heard. He is God, the Father, the first of the Trinity, and says, you are my son. The Father identifies Jesus and presents him to us as his son in whom he is pleased. Heaven opens. And heaven here, just stop for a little second. Heaven doors were closed and here opens again the doors of paradise, the doors that were closed since Adam and Eve. And then the Holy Spirit who descends on Jesus in the form of a dove. A dove. It's not a pigeon, okay? Remember, this is in the form. The Holy Spirit manifests itself in a subtle and visual way for us 
to be witness, to believe. Just as the voice of the Father had to be heard for us to believe. There are other times in the scripture where the Holy Spirit manifests itself, like in Pentecost, in the form of tongue of fire, again, to help us believe. In the, in the baptism of Jesus, all these manifestations needed to happen and were necessary for us to believe and have faith and also believe that in baptism today, the Holy Spirit descends invisible on the one being baptized. Jesus did not have to be baptized. He did not need to do that. The water was not going to sanctify him more. It was him who sanctified the water. He had no sin to be clean of. But it was God's plan for us to be saved for our salvation. In baptism, we start being children of God. And we unite ourselves to Christ and to his holy church. Our Pope today exhorts to baptize our children as soon as possible after birth. No delays on that. Now there is one very special part in the gospel that, I mean, it really attracted me and I couldn't let it pass. Where it says, Jesus, after being baptized while he was praying, stop right there. While he was praying. Who is Jesus? He is God, right? And if Jesus is God, he is in the Father, and the Father is in the Son. They are in constant communion with the Holy Spirit, the three divine persons, one God. So why is he going to pray if the three are always united, they're always together? In my thought, in that second, I said, well, he doesn't need to pray. Jesus is God himself. Well, he taught the apostles, his flock, to communicate with the Father. And because it is in the prayer that we're going to communicate with God, he's not going to be there for us always in that human form. He was teaching us to talk to him afterwards. Jesus was not going to be with them in the same way. He had to be glorified and return to the Father. St. Damascene said, prayer is the elevation of the soul to God or the request to God for convenient goods. And we cannot communicate with God except in prayer. Jesus did pray in public many times. In his baptism, in the multiplication of the loaves, 
at the Last Supper, when he raised Lazarus from the dead, at the Transfiguration, in the Garden of Gethsemane, on the cross. Where do we see all these circumstances today where we pray? Every time we baptize one of our children, it's a great celebration. The initiation of Jesus' public life in our initiation into the Catholic faith. And we pray. And as we feed the needy, we always pray. Where is that? The multiplication of the loaves. As we gather to eat every time by the table, we pray the Last Supper. In the sorrows and pain of the loss of others, and as we pray for miracles, Lazarus. In moments of adoration of the Blessed Sacrament, beautiful, this is beautiful as Jesus' transfiguration in the mount. On deathbed as we face it, or as we pray for others, the agony of Jesus in Gethsemane. As we pray and trust that Christ really died for us and washed us of all our sins. Jesus on the cross. Prayer is a dialogue between God and men. We are created to glorify God through prayer. We give him glory from which we benefit spiritually, receiving the Father's love through communion with Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. So do we know when to pray? I will say, always. Just follow Jesus' example. Easy. San Antonio Padua. <laughs>